1: Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of United I, the Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Red Bulls, Tea Party Patriot, and I am joined by the world famous... At least SoCal famous. At least in his
2: own mind. At least in his own mind, radio talk show host and MC Don Dix. Another Saturday, another uh, awesome program uh, for our listeners today, Greg. If we do say so ourselves. We are the best radio show on this station in our time slot. Absolutely. So... Uh, this week, Greg, we had a rather uh, momentous occasion for a variety of different reasons in Sacramento, and a lot of news to get to, of course, in the North Korean summit uh, that happened. We had uh, the release of the Department of Justice IG report this week, but as it relates to California and the future of California, uh, there's an event that happened that, because of the news flow, got largely overlooked, but we're going to... We're going to dig it out and get into it because I think the implications for this are far reaching, far beyond California's shores, far beyond, uh, you know, just freedom of speech into the very uh, freedoms that we enjoy as a Judeo-Christian country. Yes. uh,
1: Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech and of the press. And the uh, dem- Democrats in Sacramento, with their Bill AB 2943, are managing to uh abridge every one of those parts of the First Amendment.
2: They are, and a... A very important rally took place on the steps of the capital in, Sac- in Sacramento, the state capital of California. And there was a hearing that afternoon in the Judiciary Committee that was the next stop for this law called AB 2943. Uh, and on the phone with us to help understand more about what happened in Sacramento, and what this AB 24 2943 is all about, uh, is attorney Netta Higuera. He, she is a, um, a, a part of an organization called Tyler and Bursch, but is also a part of a, of another advocacy group called Advocates for Faith and Freedom, who advocates for, uh, all kinds of, uh, situations where people's faith ends up getting caught in the crosshairs of our PC culture, of our lawmakers. And so welcome to the Unite IE Radio Show, Netta. It's great to have you with us.
3: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: What
1: is in 2943 that has pastors all across the state so motivated that they're actually going to Sacramento to try to address this? Uh,
3: so what this really draconian law does is it makes the quote unquote conversion therapy illegal under the California Consumer Protection Act. And so under the law, it's um, unlawful to advise same-sex attracted adults on ways to find, you know, to find a way out of their urges. Um, you know, these are adults who would like to change, who would like to be transformed and um, want to make the decision not to live in a homosexual lifestyle. And so this would ban that where there's a financial transaction involved.
1: But it's not just so limited. This, this includes books, videos. Um,
3: yes. Goods
1: and services. So, if a, if if a church had a church summer camp and in which they urged the uh, children attending the camp to follow the Bible in terms of sexual morals, that would that would be banned under this. In fact, even given a liberal oh, yes. interpretation, you could even ban the Bible for what it says.
3: Oh, yes. Yes. And and so later on, someone can sue you claiming that they were harmed by what you did and that they paid money um, and you, you tried to convert them and they were harmed. And now you can be liable for thousands of dollars.
2: The bill itself. I want to read this so that our listeners understand a little bit about what this bill is actually saying. And then we can uh, sort of parse this out a little further, because the the author of the bill, uh, despite questions, logical questions, uh, said, no, this bill does one thing and one thing only. But here's how it reads. AB 2943 declares that advertising offering to engage in or engaging in sexual orientation change efforts. With an individual is illegal under the state's consumer fraud law. Sexual orientation change efforts is defined as any... any And here's where this gets interesting. Any practices that seek to change an individual's sexual orientation. This includes efforts to change behaviors or gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual or romantic attractions or feelings towards individuals of the same sex. And it's, it, it, the uh, the bill says it's unlawful for any person to sell books, counseling services, or anything else that helps uh, someone overcome unwanted same-sex attraction. This according to Alliance Defending Freedom Attorney Matt Sharp. So what we have is, is, is a question before us. Does this bill limit the free speech of individuals who want to To change not are this is says nothing that people are forced to these are people of their own free will that are deciding that they no longer want to be engaged in a particular lifestyle and are seeking help to do it and it says that those people who are seeking that help can no longer seek help from individuals for compensation
3: Right, and sexual orientation change efforts, as you read, is such a broad term, and it encompasses even the most basic conversations between a counselor and the person seeking counsel. So even a pastor and the one that he is in his flock that he's trying to counsel,
1: or, or imagine someone going to a psychiatrist or psychologist and saying, "You know, doctor, I have these feelings, and I don't, I don't want that. I don't. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I want. What?" And what's the, what, is the, uh, what is the psychologist or psychiatrist supposed to tell them? You, you, Go
3: find somewhere that, they're, that it's absolutely free, and only in those places could you get counseling.
1: I can't talk and to you so about your feelings.
3: No.
2: For pay. Um, now, on Tuesday, this bill was before the Judiciary Committee, and organizations like yours and many, many others Uh, organized a rally on the steps of the Capitol, uh, had people as many as, I think, 350 people testified in opposition to the bill. And yet the individuals on this Judiciary Committee voted to move the bill forward up to to the Senate floor. Uh, we got to take a quick break, Netta, but when we come back, I, I would like for you to explain who some of the people were that were testifying against this bill and their life experiences that have directly benefited from what it is that this bill seeks to make criminal after a message from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate
1: lending needs both residential and commercial. Back after this.
4: Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855 640 2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know, Ed, he's a good guy who'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now is the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020.
0: AM 590, The Answer.
4: This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Unite IE Radio show. We are speaking to Attorney Neta Higuera, who was at the Capitol this week when a Senate bill Uh, Sorry, Assembly Bill 2943 was being heard in the Senate Judiciary Committee. This is a bill that would seek to make criminal any compensate any uh, uh, sexual conversion therapy uh, that is compensated. And this would include books, uh, you know, counseling services. Um, At this hearing, there was an uh, uh, a member of the Senate. Who asked a particular question, and I want to uh, dig into this as well as I'd like to tell you to tell us a little bit about some of the people that were there to testify. But Democrat Lorena Gonzalez Fletcher asked a question. She's Catholic, and she said, right. "What if somebody goes off to a uh, Catholic, um, you know, weekend? Typically, they'll have these weekends. It'll be a, a, a you know a marital uh, weekend where they bring in people to talk about." Uh, different aspects of marriage, and someone there, as one of the speakers, discusses this issue. Now, they've paid for this weekend. Is that going to be illegal under this bill? And it was very interesting the way that the attorney kind of sidestepped a direct answer to that. Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, so the attorney was not able to give an answer. Um, He just kept referring to the fact that if there is a payment and there are these um, sexual orientation change efforts being practiced. Um, but, you know, he tried to, you know, say that this might not be considered a sexual orientation change effort, but he couldn't actually say that without lying, so he didn't say that. And, and, yeah, so this, uh, assemblywoman just kept saying, I, you still haven't answered my question. I want to support this bill. And she, you know, she even stated, I am going to support it. I just have this issue that I would like to work with the author um, to try to resolve these concerns. And those concerns have not been resolved. Um, so, she, you know, she didn't push it any further. She just said that that was a, a concern and it was valid. And that, you know, it hasn't been addressed at all.
1: Interestingly, people on the left, the Democrats, take the position now that, Gender is a matter of choice. You can be a man one day, you can be a woman the next day, and, or whatever the number of, 74, 73, 129, whatever it is, number of genders you can choose on your Facebook profile. And gender expression. Right. But, being gay being homosexual is locked in at birth there is no choice whatsoever it is mandated by nature and there's absolutely nothing you can do you cannot change if you want to is that true
3: right um yeah so in some senses it is fluid unless you are homosexual then it's not fluid so really they're talking out of both sides of their mouth and it's completely contradictory
2: That is such a great point.
1: But there are people that testified, I mean, that the the, the, the Democrats claimed cannot possibly exist. Former gays, former practicing homosexuals that have changed through the help of these type of both media materials, books, CDs, as well as by counseling.
3: Yes. And so what protesters um, on the left say, and they've actually shouted out as these people are giving their testimonies, is you're still gay. And so they look at it as they're just, um, you know, these people are just repressing their feelings. They're actually not really satisfied in their, in their marriages and, you know, in what they're doing. And they're still the same. They're just back in the closet, quote unquote. And so it's completely disrespectful and hateful to belittle these experiences of these people who were testifying, who were sharing their hearts and their past and their, mm-hmm. their brokenness and where they've come from and then you have um, the left who, who claims that you know Christians are intolerant and they're the ones up there saying you're lying you, you know it's all false and you're just you, you need to um, come back out of the closet you're just hiding and repressing your feelings
2: It's pretty incredible, despite the fact that you had um, any number of individuals there that have been through various different journeys out of their homosexual lifestyle. And some of those individuals were even survivors of the Pulse nightclub who were there. Um, We were trying to get one of them on the show today. Tell us a little bit about their story, Netta.
3: Yeah, so the powerful thing was that this Judiciary Committee on Tuesday was the two year anniversary of that tragic event where 49 people were killed at the Pulse nightclub. And so, um, it was incredibly powerful. The very first person who, um, was able to, to speak and state their opposition to the bill, um, stated that he, you know, Luis Cruz, he stated he was a, he was there, um, and he, um, he actually found Jesus, when he was healing from that event, and it was his birthday, and he had people there celebrating his birthday, so he felt terrible um, and yeah, so that that actually brought him healing and transformation, and he was able to get pastoral counseling. And this bill would prohibit that. And if there's a payment involved, and so he was able to speak there. Um, there's also another man who was shot six times, um, and he was also he's also a Pulse survivor. And. He also testified, he, you know, he had a shattered femur. He was told he wasn't going to walk again, and now he was a miracle. And while he was recovering in the hospital, he had time to reflect and to learn about Christ and to make the decision to, um, you know, to leave this lifestyle. And so they were there, you know, two pulse survivors saying, counseling helped me. And you're restricting this now on the anniversary of poll. So, I mean, it was incredibly powerful, and and, you know, in my opinion, it wasn't a coincidence that that happened.
1: You know, liberals are all pro for pro-choice, except of course regarding you know, conversion (laughs) therapy, uh, schools, union membership, what kind of car (laughs) you drive, where you live, what kind of house you can have, how much water you
2: can use, where you get your energy from. Yeah,
1: but but other other than all those things, they're pro-choice.
2: Yeah, you know, I can't can't help but be struck by one aspect of a video. It's a short 14-minute video we're going to post to the Unite IE Facebook page um, of this sort of summation that happened before the vote. And the author, who was given the last shot at making a summation, you you couldn't help but detect Netta in his voice. um, As he went through and repeated the word, these services are fraudulent, fraudulent, fraudulent. Um, that there was a little more than just somebody who's trying to right a wrong or, um, you know, create a, a law for aggrieved individuals. There's an agenda behind here. And I heard anger. I heard pain. I heard so much in his voice that almost belied his purpose behind this law. Did you hear that, too?
3: Oh, definitely. I mean, from the beginning, since he started pushing this bill, I mean, there's just extreme bigotry and discrimination towards it's it's really a sub minority or a super minority of of those individuals who've come out of the homosexual lifestyle. And so um, that's really what what he's going after is is these stories of change. And, you know, it really is filled just with anger and bitterness. And, you know, I'd like to think that they're coming from a place where they really want to help people, and you know, maybe they are. But taking away the choice for people to get counseling if they want to is not is not helping the LGBT community. It's not helping anyone.
2: This bill, AB 2943, on June the 12th, passed the Senate Judiciary Committee by a vote of 5-2. to two. The two individuals voting no, Senator John Morlock and Senator Joel Anderson. Uh, we have a, a, a little more time in our segment with you And when we come back. We want to get into what's ha- going to happen from here. What do you expect to happen? Will this pass the Senate? Will this become law? Will Jerry Brown sign it? And then what? If all that happens, uh, what then? With Netta Higuera from Tyler and Birch and also Uh, an individual who is on staff with advocates for faith and freedom when we return.
1: After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs residential and commercial. Back after this.
4: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll-free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on AM590, The Answer.
5: Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker. License number 01147747. And California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number
0: 096199. AM590, The Answer.
1: Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, Karl Marx said that religion is the opium of the peoples. And is that what we see going on here with this hostility towards religion? We have another example of this. This is Assemblyman, if I get the name right, Murasuchi, speaking about AB 2943. And you can see, yeah, we talked a little before about what's the larger agenda here.
4: The faith community, like anyone else, Needs to evolve with the times.
2: Needs to evolve with the times. Boy, we could spend hours just with that. Uh, When you get
1: me under that, what they're saying is there is no no God. There is no God. So this is not God's word. It it can be be changed by people over time. And that's exactly contrary to what what the First Amendment was about, is no, the faith community does not have to evolve with the times.
2: Netta?
3: Yeah, and I mean, they're trying to legislate it. So they're basically trying to legislate against this um, outdated Christian philosophy. And, you, you know, that's you Christians in China would expect that. But here in America, we, we would never expect something like this to be legislated.
2: Now, you mentioned another assemblywoman that spoke on behalf of this bill earlier. I think you said Susan Eggman. Uh, what was it that she said?
3: So Susan Eggman, she's an assembly woman uh, from Stockton, and she's a licensed clinical practitioner. She's actually the only licensed clinical practitioner in the in the assembly. And she said, um, rising as the only licensed clinical practitioner in this house, I will just say that this is a practice that has long been discredited. And for those who are still worried about their First Amendment rights, you can still try to pray the gay away if you'd like but it hasn't proven effective.
4: And then you said
2: something during the break that it hasn't been proven ineffective either.
3: Right. And that's what the bill is trying to say, that it is ineffective, that um, even pastoral counseling is ineffective. Any kind of effort seeking to change um, sexual orientation from homosexuality is, um, is fraud. And we're here to say that it's not. And there's 30 people who were testifying who, you know, it has worked for them. It has been proven effective in their lives.
2: Given the momentum of this bill, and I agree, given the benefit of the uh, the momentum of this bill, what do you expect to happen in the Senate? And do you think Jerry Brown's going to sign this bill?
3: Oh, it's moving along quickly through the Senate. Uh, it has one more stop in Senate appropriations, but that's just the technicality because it's a non-monetary bill. Um, so, it will go to the Senate for a vote. It's expected to pass with flying colors. And then, Jerry Brown, who completely has aligned himself with the LGBT community and will sign any bill that crosses his desk, such as the, you know, allowing individuals to select non binary on licenses and birth certificates. I mean, this is just one more that he's going to add to his resume for his LGBT support. So, um, it's expected to pass very soon.
2: And once it passes, what's next?
3: Lawsuit. Some of this is going to keep me in, in business. Wow. <laughs> we are All definitely right. filing a lawsuit against the state of California, uh, both in state court under the California Constitution and federal court under the First Amendment, uh, both on the grounds of this, this violates freedom of speech and it violates um, free exercise of religion.
1: And you also were pointing out is that there's also it's also based on hostilities. So you had this recent Supreme Court case regarding forcing the Christian baker, and you notice the the, the, the gay couple never goes to a Muslim baker, always a Christian right. baker, but. That they said that that was struck down. Not in the state could never force that, but because of the extreme hostility towards Christianity demonstrated by the uh, employees of the particular state agency in Colorado that were enforcing this law. So we've seen some of these examples of these statements, and there's more. And there's others showing the hostility of the Democrats to Christianity. Will that also right. be part of your part yeah. of your lawsuit?
3: Yes, the Masterpiece Cakes decision supports our case here where there's clear evidence of hostility towards this Christian belief. When you have, um, legislators stating things like you can still try to pray the gay away, I mean, It was in a a mocking sense of the Christian belief that you can be transformed and you can change and live a heterosexual lifestyle. And so that case definitely supports us. It supports free exercise of religion and free speech, and we will use that to help us.
1: You made a great point earlier. Democrats are doing this this year. What further things are they going to do to freedom of religion?
3: Right. This is not the end goal, and we don't know what their end goal is. I'm afraid to even think about what their end goal is. But this this started with banning uh, sexual orientation counseling efforts. It started with a bill to ban um, to only regulate mental health professionals and minors. So minors receiving this. Nita, we're going to have to leave
1: it there. We are up against a hard break here. We thank you so much for your work and being on our show, and we are definitely going to have you back and follow what's happening with this assault on religious liberty continues. Thank you, Netta. Back after the break. Thank
4: you.
3: It was a pleasure.
2: Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And I don't think we have a week like we've had this past week that doesn't point to the importance of the private citizen being involved. This bombshell report that was released about the... uh, (sighs) about the way that the FBI and the Department of Justice's investigation in the Clinton email scandal, I think, proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that we have a political class inside this D.C. bubble that operates antithetically to the interests of the rest of America, uh, by and large. And what I mean by that, Greg, is this. I got into political activism primarily because I believed that there was a threat to the original intent of the founding of this country, that personal liberty, that freedom and those freedoms ensconced in the Bill of Rights were under attack in the modern era as Jordan Peterson likes to say postmodernism we are at war essentially with forces within America whether it's the uh, entertainment industry the media or the establishment that's uh, inside our universities that is uh, teaching our students this perverted view world view of uh, based on socialism and marxism we now see credible evidence that there was an effort on the part of the highest levels, not the rank and file folks, but the highest levels of the Department of Justice and the FBI to interfere with the political process called a free and fair election.
1: Oh, It is beyond doubt anyone who reasonably looks at the evidence that the corrupt politicized FBI and Department of Injustice did not want what they wanted to stop Donald Trump from winning and failing that to undermine his administration. And uh, if you had told me 18 months ago that that's what had happened, I'm skeptical of government. But I no, they, they wouldn't do that. Well, yes, they did. They, they spied on the Trump campaign by using an, a human intelligence spy, as well as electronically. They lied to the FISA court to get their warrants they conspired with the Hillary Clinton campaign to use Russian disinformation to get those warrants, and it goes on and on and on. And now you got this guy, Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein, who by all accounts is the the effective Attorney General and controls the Department of Injustice now, threatening Senate uh, members of Congress and their staff that they'll be subpoenaed, their emails will be subpoenaed, if they continue their trumps to oversight to oversee what he's doing. this, this is a, this is this uh, isIS may kill a bunch of Americans if they launch a successful terrorist attack, and maybe the Russians will spy on us, and they'll put some Facebook ads that maybe the Chinese will spy on us, but the corrupted, politicized law enforcement
2: and intelligence agencies threaten the republic. Look, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, all these stations have gone into overtime trying to sell America on the notion of Russian interference in our election. Now, whether I I know in some respects there was Russian interference, you know, uh, fine. You got Macedonian, Macedonian troll farms that are putting up fake news stories that are bought, bought one hundred thousand dollars worth of ads on Facebook. Ooh. Right. And if there was the ability to interfere with a presidential election based on using $100,000 worth of Facebook ads, there's a lot of political uh, consultants and managers that should be fired because apparently Russia knew something they didn't.
1: Yeah. The, the, by the way, the total ca- spending on Facebook ads by the Clinton and Trump campaigns exceeded $80 million.
2: So... We've, we've been sold, certain segments, I've never bought into it, but certain segments have been sold on this notion that Russia interfered. What we're now learning is that whatever Russia did pales in comparison to what these individuals within the FBI and the Department of Justice did. The FBI and the Department of Justice were the ones who were really colluding and interfering with the election of a U.S. president. When you have two individuals, who uh, one of whom is, is essentially in charge of the counterintelligence investigation in the Hillary Clinton email, who says in response to his girlfriend's text, Trump's not ever going to become president, right? Right? He says, no, no, he won't. We'll stop it. This is a guy that's like number two at the time, number two or three in the FBI. When you have that guy saying, "No, we'll stop it," he's not talking about his political activist group that meets on thirty uh, meets on Thursday nights once a month at the Marie calendars down the street. He's talking about he and the FBI will right. stop it, right?
1: And there were there were actually texts about a meeting in McCabe's office, and of course. Were all of Comey's uh, subordinates involved in this uh, conspiracy to try to stop Donald Trump? Without Comey being involved in that, I don't think so. Was it was the FBI acting independently of the Justice Department? I don't think so. Was it acting independently of the Obama White House? I don't think so. And then you then you had the, the the unmaskings to get at uh, private telephone conversations. So it, it's 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 a, it is a much larger picture
2: of what was of what was going on. This headline on Politico this week moments after the release of this report that said watchdog criticizes Comey but finds no proof of the FBI's uh, FBI's Clinton probe was tainted by bias. Now this this is the probe of of
1: Hillary Clinton's emails right. in which they wrote the exoneration memo before interviewing any of the witnesses in which they allowed the uh, some of her aides to destroy their devices, in which the Hillary Clinton destroyed their devices, in which they uh, erased, bleach bitted the servers, and so on, and so on, and so on. And then they then they come up then they come up and they do a, an interview with with uh, with Hillary Clinton, not recorded, not videoed, not under oath. And then, and then exonerate her, making up an, an a a uh, intense standard to the laws regarding mishandling classified information that doesn't exist in the law. This and, and, then, and this was after Obama had issued his public exoneration. Uh, you know, she's a wonderful Secretary of State. Um, she didn't intend to harm national security.
2: If, if, if anything, what we what we now know from one thing and one thing only, and I want to end our conversation, unfortunately, on this because 500 pages takes a long time to go through. We still don't know the extent to which uh, this IG report reveals, you know, what actually happened. It's a lot of parsing to, to understand this particular set of texts from between page and stroke. First of all, when this was originally released to Congress, it did not include strokes response it just include included pages question so this was withheld from congress why i think we know the answer that that question answers itself but that here you've got a high-ranking fbi agent involved with both the hillary clinton investigation and russian election interference and he texts this and you're telling me there's no bias give me a break Give me a big old break. All right, up next, immigration is haunting the halls of Congress. Uh, Are they going to get an amnesty or not? We'll talk about that after the break. After
1: this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the
5: kings of wreck and roll. Back after this.
4: on a m five ninety the answer
1: welcome back to unite i e radio the radio show for the most important political office that of the private citizen, and that's going to be especially called for because once again like the like the proverbial zombie rising from the dead again, amnesty is back, and the establishment republicans paul ryan an open a with decades of a record as an open border zealot is pushing amnesty. And without Donald Trump's immigration reforms that would go with it, and it's going to be a ma- it's going to be a mass amnesty of millions and
2: millions of illegal immigrants. There was a leaked draft of House Speaker's Paul of House Speaker Paul Ryan's amnesty deal, and this leaked draft obtained by Breitbart News. Potentially millions of illegal aliens who qualify for President Obama created a dra- uh, deferred action for childhood arrivals program. Um, <laughs> this would admit more than one million immigrants a year. It would continue to admit more than one million immigrants per year, uh, which is not at all consistent with the four pillars of immigration reform that Donald Trump has set out. And it's not consistent with what the people want. Who, In poll after poll,
1: want reduced immigration. A Harvard poll, 81% want reduced immigration. By all, across all ethnic lines, by, by plurality or absolute majority, they believe that immigration is making their communities worse, not better you have this mass deluge of immigration of the million plus all the illegals plus the temporary workers, and there's no follow-up to make sure the temporary foreign workers go home. So you're looking at millions that are coming into the country every year, not going back. And, and when four million Americans turn 18 every year, we presumably want to get a job at some point. And this is all, and they're very clear, actually they're quite quite clear about it. The business lobby the cheap labor lobby is pushing for mass immigration to drive down and hold down the wages of American workers which are just now under president trump beginning to rise and we can't possibly have that now can we
2: well n- absolutely not
1: no that 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 would be terrible if american workers get to make more money we absolutely can't have that so we need to bring in cheap labor from Abroad, and the Republican establishment is going along with it. Uh, started out as this about twenty-five uh, liberal Republicans. were going to join with the Democrats to push a mass amnesty bill. Now Ryan has jumped into it. And typically, how the way they do these things, there's no bill out there yet. Even though they're supposedly going to vote on it next week, they haven't had committee hearings on it. It's going to be drafted in secret, rushed to the floor before people know what's in it. Same like Nancy Pelosi, is you have to pass Paul Ryan's amnesty bill to find out what's in it.
2: Yeah, this immigration deal goes way beyond giving amnesty to the nearly 800,000 illegal aliens who enrolled in President Obama's created DACA program. What this does is includes nearly three and a half million DACA enrolled and DACA eligible Illegal aliens. So it, we're not just talking about the people who signed up for the original DACA. We're talking about literally anybody that came into the country during this time frame. So uh, uh, in addition, uh, it sets out very low educational work and criminal requirements, prompting uh, amnesty to explode in size. So from 800,000 to roughly three and a half million. It'll be more than that. Because here, here's, what, here's what's going to happen. Just re- Back in the first
1: amnesty, 1986, the establishment told us it's going to be 1.5 million. It was three. And what's going to happen now is when they do this is every illegal immigrant in the country and those that haven't even arrived yet are going to apply for amnesty using forged documents. The Democrat apparatchiks in the bureaucracy are probably going to rubber stamp them. And any that get denied will engage in years and years of litigation over their denial, all while all the time they get to stay in the country. And of course, it's never the end. So you start with DACA amnesty. Then, well, certainly we have to. Amnesty, we don't want to separate families, so we have to amnesty in the whole rest of their families. And then with chain migration, they get to bring in their entire extended families from home countries. So you're, what you're what you're really talking about here is. 10 to 20 million more amnestied, illegal immigrants, plus their families, coming into the country, burdening American taxpayers because they are huge net losses in terms of using more tax revenue
2: than they generate. Now, buried in this uh, draft, essentially, of Ryan's proposal is a second amnesty. And this second amnesty would allow the children of temporary foreign guest workers and anyone who has a quote, contingent non-immigrant status to apply for amnesty. So what we're talking about, as it's enumerated here, is that children of E1, E2, H1B, and L worker visa programs uh, who were brought by their parents lawfully into the United States as minors and have continuously been in the U.S. for 10 years before the date of enactment may apply if they are a, in a valid legal status on the date that they apply. How many people have qualified for E-1, E-2, H-1B, and L-worker visas that now all of a sudden those individuals are going to be granted amnesty in the United States? So that takes your $3.5 and and explodes it way beyond that. Oh, it does. And it is all about bringing in more
1: cheap labor. That's That's what the Republican donors want. And people like Paul Ryan say yes sir that's what you know you, you the donors want it I'll, I'll give you whatever you want and, and by the way he's on his way out the door so he's going he's going off to monetize his time in office and will be amply rewarded by the cheap labor lobby someplace oh well the political effect of this is going to be the republicans are going to get wiped out in this coming election if they persist in this amnesty strategy because their voters don't want it and will not accept it. There is no issue more visceral to conservatives and Republican base voters, the most reliable the most reliable voters than amnesty. Amnesty is wrong, it rewards illegal immigration, you get you're gonna get more illegal immigration, and they're not even gonna to try to do they're not gonna even stop illegal immigration. So you'll be back here with another oh wow, we got we got another ten or twenty million illegal
2: immigrants in the country ten years from now, oh, we have to give them amnesty too. Meanwhile, the outrage of SB 54 continues. I guess Temecula City Council has put on the agenda for June the 26th, that's a Tuesday night, uh, whether or not they will do something to oppose SB 54. And I believe uh, it's either a resolution or an amicus brief, uh, but we will find out more. But you might want to put if you're uh, one of those individuals that wants to go and be heard uh, Tuesday, the 26th of June, I think it's the 26th.
1: We also, but we need to. You need to weigh in now. You can you can tweet members of Congress. You can call the main switch line. I was looking for that number, but I didn't immediately find that number here. Uh, which you easily find it find it on the on the internet. We'll have it on our Facebook page. Call and call and tweet and tweet. Yeah, if you have a Republican member of Congress, go to their office. You, they they need to. They're they're hearing from the donors. They need to hear from the voters because, as Dave Bratt said, dollars don't. Vote.
2: We'll be back with more of the Unite IE radio program after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because
1: they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this.
5: When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, Car Star All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is Car Star All-Star Collision. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs Car Star, All-Star Collision The kings of wreck and roll 951-279-9161
0: AM590 The Answer
2: Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program You know, this week Donald Trump separated himself from the last five presidents Because he and he alone was in a position to show Kim Jong-un the value of his beaches if he were to convert them to condos.
1: Think of the business. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of, kind of out-of-the-box thinking
2: that we need. That, that does, it's not, not out-of-the-box, man. That takes the box and completely trashes yeah, it. Yeah, there
1: right. is no box. I mean, not only are we going to solve the nuclear problem, but we're, but we're, we're going we're, we're to make money on the real estate
2: development. Only a real estate developer could take that kind of an approach and get away with it. And many people, I included, call that genius. I mean, you, you, how do you transform? Think about it. You're talking to a guy whose parents and whose whose father and grandfather did everything they could to separate North Korea from the rest of the world and develop this communist marxist socialist um gulag yeah i mean the whole country was a gulag essentially How do you shift that person's mind? Now, keeping in mind that he has been exposed to Western culture, went to school outside North Korea, spent time outside North Korea. His best friend, Dennis Rodman, comes from outside North Korea. How do you shift that mind into believing that there's a greater purpose for you and get that person to start dreaming the dreams that we in the Western civilization dream? What do you do? You create a four minute video that essentially says, This is your golden opportunity to change the direction of your country for the better. You've got two choices. You got one off ramp to the golden promised land, or you got another off ramp that's a cliff up ahead. You choose. Right. And wow, po- and, that's powerful, right?
1: Now I think the choice of Singapore. I wasn't why why Singapore, but Singapore is a very well developed, very opulent place. It is so you just get to see. So I mean, North Korea can become like this, and he sees this, and wow, it, there's there, there's there's opportunity there. There, I can I can be a great leader. I can I can I can make my, I can be someone who made this very poor country into
2: a rich country. But you have to do it inside the mindset of a guy that travels with his own porta potty because he's concerned that people are going to take his fecal matter and analyze it to see whatever it is you find from analyzing fecal matter. I mean, this guy is fully he's fully on board paranoid. He is paranoid of his own people. He's paranoid of foreign governments. He's paranoid of everybody.
1: Right. Right. You know what? Well, even uh, paranoid people do have enemies <laughs>
2: <laughs> lurking in the bowl. Yes. <laughs> Not only that, of course, you got the mainstream media in the United States that is fully organized against anything that Donald Trump has to the point to where they are willing to call Ms. Thirteen people, individuals with a spark of humanity inside of them, mm-hmm. instead of Trump's animals. They are willing to look at the failure of a North Korean summit as an opportunity to dance on Donald Trump's grave long before he's in the grave.
1: You suppose the comedian Bill Maher was hoping for a recession and people being thrown off out of their jobs and hurt
2: just to help defeat Donald Trump. Just to get rid of Donald Trump. Because guess what? Donald Trump is proving everyone in the media, and on the left, wrong. Look, he had the full force of the Department of Justice and the FBI aligned against him. We learn, we're learn, we learning that now in the Dis- Inspector General's DOJ report. Um, the DOJ Inspector General's report, rather. We're learning that. We've seen it in the way that the press behaves. We've seen it in the way that the entertainment industry behaves. Robert De Niro, three-hour program about all the amazing work that the theater industry has done in New York and what is remembered from that night. One thing and one thing only, it's Mm -hmm. Robert De Niro saying F you to Donald Trump.
1: Donald Trump is driving them insane. He really is. They they can't understand why he's president and... it comes back to what our friend Evan said. Evan say it. He's the first wartime president in the culture war on our side, and they thought they had a monopoly on that. And he's fighting back, and they they don't know how to respond to him. And you see, you see, you see this, this comedian using the c-word about uh, Ivanka Trump
2: is is driving them insane, and they 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 can't control themselves. And we need to take full advantage of this opportunity right now. Even back here in California, behind enemy lines, we have to do everything that we can to take advantage of this opportunity that President Donald Trump is giving us to push back. We've talked about AB 2943 at the beginning of the program, the full-on assault on Christianity. We talked about the way that the media has aligned itself against Donald Trump. We've talked about the way that... uh, The immigration policy out of Congress, you can see all this stuff at lining up. we got to stop them. Turn in next week
1: for another exciting edition of Unite, IAE Radio.
5: When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, Car Star, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is Car Star, All Star Collision. 951-279-9161.